We're not Whoa. just all stars. We're the dream team. Yeah, and I'm like Michael Jordan. Swoosh! I'm more like Mike. Boom! Dunking it, baby. I'm either Dennis Rodman or Larry Bird. One of those two. Those are good. I'm like Robert Shapiro. We're not talking about that dream team. We're talking about basketball. Welcome to Cheap Podcast number 72. This is the unprofessional podcast about professional wrestling. I am your host, Dave. Dean's going to get pinned. Uh, Rudden? <laughs> I'm Hank. Uh, double pin falls, Gilbert. And I am Breddy Lynch. <laughs> Fastlane 2016, right around the corner. Uh, <laughs> WWE Fastlane. Wait, so am I supposed to append WWE to every pay-per-view? Or? No, but on Fastlane you do. They always say, I'm listen well- to any Raw... Patter, mm. I will beat you at WWE Fastlane. Well, I'm going off of the Wikipedia page, which just says Fastlane. All right. Well, Stephanie yeah. McMahon's going to find you yeah. for that one. But uh, until we get the WWE style guide in, uh, <laughs> let's talk about our Fastlane predictions. It's a, it's a pretty good card, I would say. It's I feel like a lot of stuff is on its hopefully last turn until WrestleMania. Like a lot of whatever feuds are here won't be repeated at WrestleMania because why yeah. have a match... Yeah. With the rare case of John Cena versus Rusev, it's like you wouldn't repeat a match at mm. WrestleMania because yeah. why? Though other than the main event, it felt like everything got announced in a week. Yeah. I guess Bree and Charlotte, too. Mm. But pretty much everything else got announced in a week. Yeah. Though maybe it would have been sooner if they... I felt last week's Raw mm. was just a lame duck because mm. they knew no one will remember anything that yeah. happens except for yeah. Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, this went from a like joke pay-per-view that I'm like, yeah, Fastlane's always going to be lame. Yeah. But then, one, the, the storyline around that main mm-hmm. event, uh, which I'm sure we're going to go through the card, yeah. I guess, anyway, but they've done a little bit more with Dean and Roman mm-hmm. in that time that we all know Dean's getting pinned. But yeah. uh, maybe something comes out of that that leads to a mania feud between the two or something that's not an obvious like Reigns versus Triple H thing. Yeah, that um, would be nice. And also the tag team thing they announced yeah. I'm actually interested in for Divas. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Glad that uh, Ziggler, while Ziggler and Owens are going to fight yeah. for the 12th time, <laughs> at least it's for the belt. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's start with the pre-show. Uh, man, you think Alberto Del Rio knew like four months ago when he wow. returned? Like, uh, and now I'll be on the pre-show. But it's a it, it's an interesting match. It's a two out of three falls match. Alberto Calisto Del Rio against Calisto. representing Mountain Dew Kickstarter. <laughs> <laughs> kind of blew that delivery, but uh, I think that was a funny. Mm-hmm. But two out of three falls match will be interesting. How can they fit with who? that on the kick against who? Uh, against Kalisto, the oh, first, so it's okay. for the U.S. title. It's oh, for okay. the Estado, uh, no, Estados, Estados Unidos, Unidos, yes. Uh, titales. Uh, do you want to say two out of three? Uh, <laughs> dos, otra vez, tres. Probably. I've only taken four years of high school Spanish. I don't actually know for sure. But for one thing, like most two out of three falls matches are interesting. Also yeah. that it's on the pre-show, it's basically you have as little or as much time as you want. Like yeah. They could make it the full half hour. They probably won't. Uh, Depends but, how much time they spend in the social suite. Yeah. But also, like, I always hate that they have to do a commercial break during yeah. a pre-show match. When you got a two out of three falls match, 
you can go to commercial during uh so that's the first fall uh-huh. now here's uh what's airing after raw tomorrow mm-hmm. on the wwe network here's a little commercial for you i mean a little bit of a, a bright spot because i hate how they have commercial breaks when they don't have to have a commercial break in a pre-show match but yeah it, this is a good excuse uh, at royal rumble i totally called it when it was Oh, they're all in the ring and yelling mm-hmm. at each other. This is a commercial <laughs> break, and boom, commercial. So mm-hmm. it'll be less obvious yeah. here. I do wonder if it will be the rare two out of three falls match that ends in two falls, mm-hmm. which happened when uh, Cesaro was getting punished yeah. and lost to Ziggler in two falls. Mm, yeah. But anyway, my prediction mm-hmm. is that boy, I really just don't see Kalisto. Kalisto has it to, now, right? Yes. He has yes, it now. Has it. I this honestly should have been over at Royal Rumble, but. I think if they keep doing it like this, it's because Alberto's going to get back, mm. get it back to face somebody, maybe even Kalisto mm. again, yeah. or just to defend it in a multi-man match at uh, Mania. Yeah. This is assuming at Mania the United States title gets defended. I, I hope it does. Maybe, yeah. yes. Or some kind of contested things where, like last year it was for the IC title. Mm. This time it'll be a six-person thing okay. for a... Mm-hmm. Nobody actually has it right now. Yeah. I think one, both of the undercard... Well, I would hope both of the undercard titles can't be defended in a multi-man match. I would really hope not. So, yeah. But one kind of has to be just to give all the mid-carders yeah. something to do. Outside and, of the Battle Royal. And Jesus. I think the IC title is... If you're in the slush pit of <laughs> nobodies, you're in the Battle Royal. And that might let, move you up to the mid-card. Yeah. But if you're in the regular old upper mid-card, mm-hmm. then you're in a six-man match like they did last year. And I think they'll have one of those. Well, meanwhile, the icy belt can defend, be defended in one-on-one, hopefully by Mr. Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. But I think Alberto's going to take it back, honestly. Like, I think uh, Kalisto's too little. He's got his little... He's had his little hope and maybe even... Uh, Unless the only reason I could see him losing is if Wade Barrett came in and then got embarrassed mm-hmm. and like uh, embarrassed and Barrett's because he's on his way out and so you gotta humiliate. You've only got so many more months to humiliate him. Thanks, Vince McMahon. <laughs> By the way, happy birthday to uh, Wade Barrett's cousin uh, Charlie Barrett. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Rio will get it back because you usually don't. I mean, I might be wrong. I'm just guessing. You usually don't keep a belt on a baby face going into mm-hmm. Mania because you want a big moment. Yeah of the good guy winning and if the good guy just goes in to defend the belt that's not as much drama as trying to get it back yeah so I feel like yeah why why keep it on Callisto they should have saved Callisto winning it until Mania frankly but whatever Eh, whatever. Yeah, they're going to give it to him yeah. man, instead of doing it on Raw and then also on Royal Rumble. Well, and that, now, I guess know. I take it back because him winning on Raw was it like, oh man, well, that's a cool. A, a title change happened. Yeah. That's cool. So yeah, me yeah. Del Rio. Yeah. I'm going to say Del Rio as well, and I don't think Kalisto is going to fight for that mania because now yeah. that Sincara is back, I think he'll Ugh. be thrown into the tag team Schmaz match. Yeah, yeah I got to say be... that how <laughs> should I went to in San Jose yeah. a few weeks ago? Uh, man, Lucha guys were super over. Mm-hmm. That yeah. chant was like yes chant level. Whole stadium. Did uh, did Sankara injure himself at all during the match? No, but he uh, came out. That was his return. Actually, I bet he broke his toe or something. (laughs) He just didn't didn't let it show. Just for existing, he broke his spirit. That's for sure. Well, I'm glad now there's two heel tag Mm -hmm. teams of notes. Like Mm -hmm. because the ascension is not that, but Mm -hmm. now the Dudleys are doing. um, I guess a soft version of their turn from TNA is Team 3D, where they're just like, we don't want to be chewed by you fatties or whatever. (laughs) Though. I am upset there's not a tag match other than an interview. Mm-hmm. We get an interview Cutting with the champions, not a defense. Yeah. yeah. Though a part of me is like, there should be a, something where the Dudleys come up to the New Day and yeah. say, thank you for telling us not to break tables. We mm-hmm. see, your, we see your, the lights. We see yeah. your way now. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they could be the way to turn New Day 
good. But then if they're too good, then that ruins the whole thing. But Mm -hmm. I do think the New Day will go over in their interview, though. Mm -hmm. That's my prediction. Well, uh, speaking of tag matches, there's a six-man tag match, which was uh, so thrown together at the last minute. It was... That came out of the oh, main event yeah. of the most recent oh, Raw. Oh, that. Jesus. Uh, it's the Wyatt family, uh, which I think will be everyone but Bray, yeah. against Kane, Big Show, and Ryback. Big Baby Ryback, <laughs> now with his new uh, shorts-only uniform. trunks, yeah. It's, yeah. I don't know. He looks Somehow he looks more like a baby than when he's yeah. not wearing his, <laughs> his spray paint or his airbrushed uh, onesie. Yeah, but I don't know if he still wears the bib. I haven't seen, like, I've only seen one match. He looked even uh, weirder. We'll hit the, he was at the house show. It was just Goldberg style. It was, it was just he, the trunks. Oh, yeah, so he yeah, didn't yeah. even have the bib on the way out? No. Wow. He's not hungry anymore. Yeah, I think he grew he, up. He's a big boy today. I think he's an adolescent more Ryback. How are you supposed to buy his t-shirts if he doesn't wear them? So you yeah, should change the ride back. Yeah, because the, the only shirts they had were that, like, that, man, that Nerf Gatorade-looking mm-hmm. 90s thing with, like, <laughs> blue and green or whatever. Mm-hmm. That added, it says, like, feed me or I'm hungry or whatever. Feed me more. Hungry. Hungry. I have a Snickers. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, goddamn, real quick. You know how, well, obviously, when they come out, they have their Titan Tron video, mm-hmm. and it shows them doing matches and do, hitting their spots and doing a bunch of, looking strong, mm-hmm. right? The Charlotte one, to this day... Looks like a penthouse video. Hmm. Oh, like not even Playboy. It looks like a where like you're 18, but, you just got out of high school, you don't have enough money, so you're gonna have like your friend shoot you. And it's not her wrestling. It's hmm. none of her feats she pulled oh. off in NXT. Feats of strength, mm-hmm. nothing. It is just like the camera twirling around her in like a club. <laughs> well, isn't it all like gauzy too? Like it's, it's really a, weird. Like like kind of fogged up imagery. Or yeah, something. it's mm-hmm. just so strange. Like you know she's like done. You can definitely cut something together <laughs> yeah. to make her yeah. look good. Yeah. yeah, it's so weird that they have that instead of shots of her. Like she was in those tap out commercials mm. doing oh, sick yeah. workouts. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. hey, show off how strong and a badass she is. Yeah. Like that, whatever. Anyway, this yeah. multi tag match yeah. it feels like a SmackDown main event they're putting on TV. Yeah. I think that the Wyatt family is at their strongest before WrestleMania because they have to look good to lose to somebody at WrestleMania. <laughs> Uh, and I'm also happy that Braun Strowman, apparently, the rumors say he will not be yeah. in a one-on-one match with anybody at Mania, which he's not ready for that yeah. yet. He simply yeah. isn't. He not, will be someday. Yeah, I'm not down yeah. on him at all, like, forever, but mm-hmm. now, no. He's fucking yeah. new, man. He can he's win the Battle Royal. Like, that's what yeah. sure, saying, and sure. that, that totally works for him. Like, just push people over the top rope. That's yeah. easy. Yeah. Though yeah. I've can't heard, screw it up. I've heard the argument that Mark Henry should win that Battle Royal. Just, like, yeah. give him one last... He'll, he'll retire, like, in a month or something. So yeah. just... Given one big win in his home state yeah. of Texas in a battle royal that doesn't matter, like it doesn't elevate anybody. I can't. I think Mark Henry has been great, but he has looked like a goober for so long. No, he like just, gets eliminated I in mean, 15 on seconds Raw, on Raw this week. He, yeah. oh yeah, he fucked up his ending because yeah. he just like broke a rib or sprained well, yeah, like the elimination injury. chamber. Oh, yeah. the, <laughs> Uh, like no. the ending of that tag match that got him into the Rumble, that was screwed up. And he then the Royal Rumble, uh, I think he was the quickest eliminated that night. It was just like, oh, man, yeah, it's hard. Just, it's just sad watching Mark Henry. And like, I want him to have something to do at WrestleMania, but I don't know if. It, but it anyway, this tag match uh, is it, against the jobbiest of A level yeah. jobbers there are. I mean, it's a big pile of beef. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ryback, you know, you can count on him to lose. Uh, Kane loses most of the mm-hmm. time. And. Big Show on his Stone Cold interview yeah. put it great, which is just like I think I've won eight matches in the last two years. <laughs> yeah. like, so they're they're going down, man. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. Is, yeah. And then this what? also lets them be at the start of the show, and then at the end of the show, cost Brock Lesnar a match mm-hmm. to then set up for a Bray Brock Lesnar thing. 
I did like uh, during that Stokehold yep. interview where he's like just sneaking like uh, sips of beer, <laughs> which is like, come on, you're getting interviewed by Stone Cold. Can't it just be like they both have a beer while they're talking? Yeah. So I listened to the um, he released the unedited version of it. Big Show swore all the time on it. He but and Stone Cold is saying like I'm the swearing guy, but I know I'm not supposed to swear on WWE Network. But then here's. Big Show just effing and essing it up, and it it's a great interview. Like the video, visual component too, he's always reacting like, "Oh, there's I really yeah. threw you too hard there, Stone Cold. I'm yeah. sorry." And he tells this amazing story of a house show where he uh, pulls up Stone Cold's trunks too high. <laughs> yeah. which, uh, it's a fun, it's it's real funny. Anyway, there and because was, it's the Big Show, he also cries. Yep. <laughs> like, well, here's my dad. His story was uh, pretty. His suicidal depression story oh, was yeah. worth crying over. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, I say Wyatt's go over. That's yep. my prediction. Yes, but I guess in that case, we're all Wyatt family. Uh, another last minute match, though it, it, the the feud was brewing for a while, but they just made it official. Uh, AJ Styles against Chris Jericho. Good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it was official yeah. as of last week, like yeah. it was going to yeah. happen. But yeah. these two have done some good stuff, and uh, mm-hmm. it's a good time to. Hopefully AJ wins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would assume yeah. so. Yeah. But no, then yeah. it's like, what do you if if not? Mm-hmm. And because it seems like you'd want to almost want to save their big real match for Mania because that's not a bad Mania yeah. match at all for Styles, especially mm-hmm. to, yeah. be, to be that new and fight. Okay, sure. But like, if they already do it here, what's the Mania angle? Well, if yeah. they're already well, I think that's why they are speeding it up because Styles can <laughs> get his uh, win the rubber match mm-hmm. against Jericho in resounding fashion, sure. even with a clash uh, Styles clash, even. But then non Raw, he just says, "You know what? I just beat uh, Jericho." Mm. I think I'm ready for the U.S. title or the IC uh, title. He, sure. can, he can push himself into that against yeah. whoever bad guy comes out of that to okay, set up yeah. for it. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, Owens and Styles aren't bros. Like, they they, they have a future. They have a past together. He eliminated him at the Rumble. So, mm-hmm. I, and yeah, I think I think Styles has got to win this. Yeah. If he doesn't win this, this shows you Vince McMahon has already <laughs> turned on him. Yeah. I do have to say I hate him saying... Oh, I'll say I'm a redneck rookie. <laughs> redneck, I am a proud. But a rookie? No, sir. Who is this? That, that, that Styles on SmackDown last uh, week, man. He's They're really pulling into his Georgia accent. Mm-hmm. I'm from Georgia. Uh, the yeah. Georgia yeah. play. Actually, the, the, Dave, after our last episode, I made the effort of watching SmackDown on Hulu and uh, to see that match between Styles and AJ. It was really good. Yeah. And Mauro Ronaldo. Oh my God, he's a breath of fresh air. He is so he he just needs to be the full time raw guy because he fucking calls mm-hmm. moves and he he doesn't sound like a jackass mm-hmm. who's just saying trademarked phrases <laughs> all the time. I mean, the eureka moment for mm-hmm. me is uh, hearing him announcing on on SmackDown was Jericho sets up for a tiger driver mm-hmm. and then twists that around into a backbreaker and. Then the announcer just like Morrow says, "Oh, Tiger Driver into a backbreaker, a nice modified." I was like, mm. "Whoa, this never happens on WWE." So as for the match itself, uh, I guess are we all predicting? AJ? I predict Styles. Yeah, yeah. yeah likewise, and, and I mean that that frees up Jericho to avenge his loss against Fandango Jesus. at uh, WrestleMania. Uh, that guy is still employed, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. Uh, so let's move on to Kevin Owens versus Dolph Ziggler for the IC title. The WWE's they've been doing too much like hot shotting of belts, and I think Kevin Owens is holding on to this until WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And Dolph Ziggler is just in that zone where he 
Yeah, he won't win yeah. a he won't win this title. He's not he's not at that level, which is sad. But even a win just makes you go like shrug because yeah. I think I feel for Dolph, but it feels like the moments where when he won the WHC or mm-hmm. even when he won like the uh IC title a mm-hmm. year ago or a year and a half ago, it felt like a moment of Dolph's arrived. Yeah. They're yeah. finally going to do something with Dolph. Or like and, Survivor Series. Or, or yeah. Survivor yeah, Series. Yeah, that's too. All those felt, you felt awesome because you're like, they finally elevated Dolph. Great. And then, but they didn't, or they step it back every time. Yeah. Yep. So now, if he even were to beat Kevin in resounding fashion, I wouldn't go like, all right, they're finally <laughs> doing stuff with him. I'd just say, like, well, they'll, what are they going to do after this? Not elevate him, mm-hmm. I bet. So it just wouldn't be yeah. a feel good moment. Well, meanwhile, Kevin just needs to be. The badass, like, have him hold the IC championship mm-hmm. for longer. And this uh, Raw, I was so happy when he got the title back, too. He needed it. De- Dean didn't yeah. for, for no way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it made him look weird being in the main event of Fastlane with an Intercontinental title. It's like, were you going to keep holding that? Yeah, like, you're going to be yeah. a double champion like yeah. Ultimate Warrior? Yeah. Well, in that brief period where Rollins had both, yeah. which was pretty great. Yeah, I did like that. Meanwhile... The, you know, you remember the time when Dean had the U.S. championship and never defended it. You mean mm-hmm. the whole year? Yeah. <laughs> he had a great exchange on main event once where somebody said, you know, I'm challenging for the U.S. title. You don't even defend it. Mm-hmm. Then Dean said, like, there's just so much paperwork. Yeah. I just don't want to fill it out to set up a title match. And that IC title match on Raw, I was, it was happy. good. Yeah, like, it gave me brief fleeting hope for a second that, like, maybe they're done being mean to Tyler Breeze and he'll win and it'll be a big oh, shock. yeah. And then it wasn't. <laughs> No way. That guy's uh, that guy's in Goobertown, mm-hmm. probably going to be eating shit for a year if they... Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, Owens. Yeah, our, yeah I think yeah. Owens, yeah. I, I, I still, I want to like Ziggler again. Yeah. You just, you got to win matches and be in prominent spots. I can't just keep, like, I'm not yeah. going to go seek out superstars and mm-hmm. find you. Yeah, I, I forget if it was uh, the Unfiltered or that road show or whatever, but there's something where he pointed out, like, I've been in WWE since, like, 2010 or even before that. And I still haven't had a singles match at WrestleMania, like one-on-one. Yeah. It's always been a big uh, ladder match with six people or tag tag match with mm. six or eight or ten people or the Battle Royal. He never gets a one-on-one match, and that's all he wants. Like yeah. He doesn't even want to like be there the main, it, eventing, main eventing. It's, it's just, like, just like, can I be there? Can I have a match that's worthwhile of just being two people? Yeah. And I want that to happen, but it's almost—it's like uh, he's not at that level, and yeah. something would have to happen in the next like month or so to make that happen. Maybe him versus Chris Jericho. Like they haven't—they haven't, they haven't fought in a while. And but his position, yeah, he—his he, problem is he's just good enough to be the Shelton Benjamin type. Who's yeah. oh, you can take a crazy bump off a ladder. We yeah. don't care to tell much of a story with you, but yeah. you can fall great. Yeah, I would yeah. like if Ziggler got it back, but I do think for storytelling, it's better if Owens keeps it into Mania. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then there's the Divas tag match, uh, Naomi and Tamina against Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks. Team Bay Be- forever. Yeah. Becky and Tamina, Sa- or sorry, Tamina and Naomi mm-hmm. are garbage. Ah, Naomi. I like Naomi. <laughs> look, Naomi's trying. I like she... Naomi for trying, yeah. and I like Tamina's look half the time. Yeah. Half the time. She uh, took a great kick into that yeah, chair. That, that was chair. good. Yeah, that was. It, maybe but it she also should... felt like Sasha was just like yeah. kicking as hard as she yeah. could. Yeah. It, it didn't look like oh, Tamina can't act, so I just have to really kick her. So but if Tamina just brings a office chair into the ring, yeah. then it would be perfect. Yeah. Right? Also, it's still so uncomfortable to see her doing like her dad's spots sometimes yeah. when it's like, wait, your dad's the, like being mm. tried for murder. <laughs> I know. But I also like how they've made it clear, like, even though it's Sasha and Becky who are great individually mm-hmm. and great together, made it clear that, like, Sasha is not on great terms. Mm-hmm. Like, she is, I forget exactly what's going on in the last few weeks, but 
I don't know. She's well, made not so subtle hints. Like when Becky needs help, she's like, I don't really care if you get out of this or not. This is no. more like I want to win this match. I don't yeah. care about us. No, and the path is pretty clear to a triple yeah. threat at Mania. Yeah. So that also means Team Bay has got to go over and, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, to yeah. then face Charlotte in a triple threat, which that'll yeah. show you what my other prediction is going to be later. But anyway, yeah. Becky, a, yeah. Becky and Sasha win. Yeah, Hopefully Sasha gets the Duke. Same. There was a great spot. I think it was Raw or it might have been before then where... Sasha comes out to save Becky Lynch while she's getting beat down by Naomi and Tamina and takes the long way around the ring yeah, while yeah. she's getting beat up. That's, what, like, I, that, yeah. that's what I was thinking of, yeah, where she's like, I'm in no particular hurry <laughs> yeah. to help you because we're not great friends. Yeah. yeah, that's one of those like kind of Eddie Guerrero moments I just love about Sasha. You know that's her favorite yeah. wrestler, and she just does those things like, I'm nominally the good guy, but I'm going to ham it up, and <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm not as dumb as you think I am mm-hmm. type moments. Yeah, I like that. That's good. Uh, then there's the Divas Championship match itself. Charlotte against Rebella. Bella. Do you think Daniel Bryan's going to be there? No. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, I don't think so, but I do think Charlotte's going to send Brie home to have vegan, demon, goat-faced babies. Was mm-hmm. that the line? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, I said it. I think I said it on the podcast, mm-hmm. but Daniel Bryan's retirement did pretty much spells Brie's retirement. Like, she wasn't... She's kind of had no momentum since yeah. sort of SummerSlam 2014, but, I'd say. Yeah, this is sadly like the... I slightly care now because mm-hmm. you have motivation in yeah. storyline perspective, but like it's obviously not going to happen. Yeah, and yeah. it's like the one time when you can watch and like, yeah, you can kind of cheer for her. Well, normally yeah. I wouldn't care at all, but it's mm-hmm. like, oh, your family and your life. and Yeah. yeah. But and I she, don't want you to win because I want there to be a triple threat of mania that doesn't involve you. So Once she got doomed to be Nikki's valet, she mm-hmm. became like, yeah, you're the B-plus to Nikki's A. Like, mm-hmm. hey, Nikki... Pushed herself really hard, got in in way better shape than Brie, and just always seemed to be trying well, harder. Now she's than in more shape. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, thing. that's the price, man. Yeah. The price yeah. on their bodies. You give your bodies. <laughs> I wonder if Cena is like giving Nikki all kinds of like. Here's how you regenerate faster. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, he's been giving her doses of the... Yeah. Here we go, here we go. <laughs> Never mind. Anyway. He's yeah, orally. Now with a broken neck, she's done. Cena's already working... Like, have you been yeah. seeing his workout videos? Yeah, it's it was crazy. sad. Like, like the first week, was like, oh, he's just raising a bar. I can do that. And then, like, a week later, here's 200 pounds I'm benching. I'm like, okay, now you beat me. I think he'll be back. I had one week where I was, uh, I was stronger than I Cena. I might have been able to fight you off. Do you think he'll be better at Mania? You think he'll be better in time? I, I think, think he could make it... He'll make an appearance at Mania. Yeah. I say that. I definitely I mean, think that. What, what was his injury? Uh, rotator cuff. Mm. But that mm. involves surgery. The same thing that's kept out. Cesaro got it like a month before mm. Cena and has confirmed he's not going to be a WrestleMania. But Cena heals faster than any human being. Mm-hmm. So he, I think he could at least show up and give somebody like a punch or whatever at it. But um, yeah. anyway, yeah, I, I did read a, an interesting fantasy booking of this match that Brie would win mm-hmm. and then she would retire with a Divas belt and then they're like alright and that's the end of the Divas era oh my women's God. championship mm-hmm. I was like that is a beautiful dream yeah, but I don't mm-hmm. think that will happen Man, wow. and we're be... changing our show to total women yes. <laughs> well no now they could just have okay we'll follow the adventures of the Bella Twins yeah. on Total Divas and yeah. the actual wrestling can happen on the show mm-hmm. and we won't have to book Page in matches just so it can advertise Total Divas or to just be a Total Divas storyline some other time. Like, yeah, that sucks that Paige I, got looped into all that. Yeah, like, so, she's good. She signed on for the I'm, show. I'm like, sure they, she's making good money. Uh, that's being on true. The that's yeah. true. Yeah. But it was sad. Like, first of all, like they the, the first things that get cut from the Hulu version of Raw are the Divas matches. Yeah. And I think there were like three on the most recent Raw. 
And I saw, oh, Paige had a match against Summer A, which is neat, but, oh, it's all about Total Divas, mm. and uh, yeah. she's probably away from the title picture for a long time. Until the season's over, I would bet. Yeah. But yeah, three three Divas matches on Raw, two at Fastlane. Gives me hope that there will be, that like, maybe there'll be two women's matches at WrestleMania. Mm. Uh, I mean, one could be on the pre-show, I guess, and that's, just, that's where well, everyone who isn't uh, Sasha. Well, I mean, compared Charlie to, yeah, okay, Becky. fine. I compared to last year with just a tag match yeah. instead of a title defense, mm-hmm. that it, it would be a step up to have a triple threat. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, let's move on to the main event, which oh, is... we're already in the main event? Yeah. Uh, the triple threat match for the number one contendership uh, in the match at WrestleMania 32. Uh, Brock Lesnar against Roman Reigns against Dean Ambrose. As interesting as this pay-per-view looks, and I think they're going to throw a few curveballs. I think so. Like... Doesn't make any sense for anyone but Roman to win this. I mean, maybe Dean. Maybe Dean could. Like, I don't think Brock does because I think this is the perfect opportunity yeah. for Bray to interfere, and then that sub- sets up that match. And again, that's where they want to tease us into thinking Dean could win. Yeah. And honestly, there is enough background. I've said before how what dictates WrestleMania is the thing they have enough B-roll of footage of mm-hmm. to make a video for, yeah. which <laughs> obviously they have with Roman beating up Triple H yeah. multiple times. But after Dean had the finals of Royal Rumble with mm-hmm. Triple H, they also have that too. Yeah. Obviously, it's going to be Roman in the main event. I know. At WrestleMania, that seems impossible mm-hmm. for it not to happen. But And I haven't seen them do one-on-one before, so that's yeah. at least well, vaguely no, interesting. See, that's, no, that is what bothers, what bothers me, though, of Dean, Dean and Roman, that they already... The Dean lost to mm-hmm. Roman so relatively quickly yeah. at survivor series like it wasn't even 10 minutes i mm-hmm. felt like and that's that's not a that's not a mania main event right there and that yeah. shows you where they thought of they thought of old dean unfortunately uh so yeah roman seems the obvious choice and that the wyatts will take out brock to mm-hmm. make him a, a believable reason for him not to win though i wouldn't mind dean winning and then brock and roman facing each other like, yeah that would at, be good. At, at just just a non-title rubber man or just to show like what would have happened if we did it last year yeah. like that would have been awesome but yeah. i don't think it'll happen i think it'll i think we're going on the the obvious train which is not yeah. always wrong it's not always wrong to go the obvious way I'm trying but, to just uh, pick yeah. it out. Like, what if Brock yeah. wins? And it's Brock and Triple H, which is they did that. They I did mean, that a yeah. couple years ago. Was it great? Yeah, and maybe this is a chance for Brock to get that win back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe, but then it's like, okay, then who does Roman and Dean fight? I don't know. And then all the Wyatt Brock yeah. stuff too wouldn't. Yeah, it goes it didn't out the go window. anywhere. It yeah. Didn't, yeah, it doesn't go for anything. So yeah, it's like Roman's the only one that makes the other threads keep going. Mm-hmm. Although yeah. Dean is Dean, Dean's just kind of left with no story. Yeah, there's also the Taker angle. Like Taker could show up and just be like i want to face one of you guys like he could face dean he could face roman or whoever though the current rumor was that he'll face somebody that isn't on the Mm -hmm. roster right now which some people are like oh does that mean sting no he has spinal stenosis (laughs) they'll never clear him oh do you mean stone cold stone cold it says eight thousand times he was never gonna wrestle again yeah it'll be some like new signed Surely not Nakamura or something like no, that. No, I don't know who it would be. Yeah. Honestly, there's no who's on that level that he hasn't wrestled before. But it's yeah. also weird because this is going to be in Taker's home state, yeah, and, and potentially a retirement area. But also, like this is a month away, and you haven't said yeah. who he's fighting yet. Yeah. That's really weird. Well, you did usually, more with him last fall. Yeah, 
I mean, at this point, we didn't. I can't remember if at WWE Fastlane 2015, Bray Wyatt came out and made it clear, "I want to wrestle you, Undertaker." And then, so that could be. Then via lightning bolt, he confirmed he would do it. (laughs) Maybe that's why the New Day aren't fighting. Like Undertaker comes out and challenges all three. (laughs) I'm. You know, this is where I'm going to make my. my rogue pick. Uh-huh. I say that both both Reigns and Dean pin him simultaneously, ah. and that's and that somehow sets up a triple threat match at WrestleMania. The old in your house October or yeah. no September ninety eight movie, eh? yeah. or literally NXT two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Unlike NXT this week, and that's like, a... and Brock can Brock still hasn't been pinned since uh, I think yeah. since he fought Triple H, like. Yeah. If he's gonna get pinned for the first time, like two guys having to like team up to beat him, whatever, yeah. that's that's fine. And every WrestleMania main event for the last two years has uh, has become a triple threat match. Yeah, huh. So yeah. you know, why just keep that going? Um, now, I want a one on one match to finish yeah. Mania. Call me a traditionalist. I miss those things. Even if it's Reigns like, versus Triple H. Well, also the triple threats happen happened in the last two because it was just like. Oh, we got to fix our main event. We had a shitty one on one main event, so we got to fix it by adding a third person. If it's to make just it Reigns versus Triple H, though, I think it needs to be fixed. <laughs> yeah, it's true. All right, then. Yeah, I guess it should be a triple threat with Dini. Well, you guys are both. Uh, Roman? I'm Roman. Yeah, I think right. so. So in the easy way. I yeah. mean, he's just unstoppable. It's one versus all, and mm-hmm. he's got to look strong. And pff, I also want to predict. Tots and, I also want to predict between this recording and mm-hmm. when Fastlane airs, one other match that'll just yeah. happen. And Miz wins it. Yeah, let's, let's, say, let's Miz. say Miz wins. <laughs> or there'll just be a Miz TV segment to yeah. fill time. <laughs> yeah, something to fill time, because that seems kind of light. Unless... It's seven matches, six okay. on the main card. Okay. okay. Maybe that's I could fill three hours. So please leave your own predictions. Uh, I'm going to start a forum thread when I post this episode, because that way you can keep the uh, question of the week stuff on the on the thread itself in the uh, on lasertimepodcast.com. But uh, the forums are for predicting it, and that way when you even uh, put in your... Uh, video on YouTube for me to include as the closing song. I can actually see what the video is instead of having to click the link every time. I believe uh, the rules are they have to pick the time end for the main event. Oh too, yes, as, yes, uh, that's the tiebreaker. Yeah. The for the main event, uh, choose the running time and whoever's closest uh, in the was, event of a tie. Yes, and it usually happens. So uh, do that. Uh, but we will be back after a short break with talk about NXT, Lucha Underground, and other recent stuff. Hulk Hogan's Rockin' Wrestling will return after these messages. Welcome to the Break for Cheap podcast, episode number 72. This is also an apology. It's a break apology. Uh, I want to apologize for the fact that our Cheap podcast commentary is going to be a little bit late. We did have one uh, prepped for Wednesday. It was Daniel Bryan versus Triple H, just uh, so you can put it in the record books. But unfortunately, there was an error when we recorded it and the audio didn't come out quite right. And I had to take the Patreon post down, but we will have a new Cheap podcast commentary early next week and i promise you it will be worth the wait it'll be bigger and uh probably better because i thought we did a good job with brian versus triple h but 
Uh, the match that we're going to be doing instead, I think, will will make for a much more uh, raucous and ribald time. But please, despite this uh, one hitch in the road, I do hope that you support us on Patreon if you can. Uh, at the $5 level, you get a ton. You, you get a weekly bonus podcast bonus time where we talk about our weekend review and answer some weird questions and all that kind of fun stuff. There's also a weekly movie commentary, Monday Night Movies. Uh, and with that, we do a live commentary and stream it so that you can... Uh, watch along with us and, and enter your own thoughts as it's happening. We'll read and respond to them as we're doing it. And you better believe with WrestleMania coming around the corner, I'm going to lobby very hard for a wrestling movie to be in next month's lineup. But if you don't have the $10 level, uh, like I said before, there is the Cheap Podcast commentary, which is bi-weekly, and we'll stay that way. Don't worry, we're not going gonna to push any further episodes because of this little snafu. And uh, I... Like I said before, it will be worth your while. There's also a bi-weekly comic book commentary, and I was on the most recent one for the Justice League episode, The Man Who Has Everything. It was a really fun time, and uh, I know crap all about comics, and I had a blast doing it. So even if you don't know a lot about comics, I think you'll have a blast watching it. And it's so easy to do. There's almost no sinking involved. It's, it's almost all on our end. And yes, please support us on Patreon. Uh, at the 5 or $10 level, whatever you decide to, to, to give to us, it helps us keep this thing going, helps us create new podcasts and, and new videos and, and all that good stuff. And I won't bother you with any more plugs. Let's just get back to this sweet, sweet wrestling chatter. Now back to Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling. Ten. Back to Cheap Podcast episode number seventy-two. Uh, we got a bunch of results to go over for the week. NXT. I'm. This is the closest I've ever been to wanting to just like f it. I'm gonna just read all of the spoilers because this has been like the slowest going. Mm. Uh, it's been a real slow burn yeah. until the uh, <clears throat> until the thing in a, a month and a half. Yeah, almost. and I know that like the card is set, but I just yeah. uh, I don't I you know I've gone three years of NXT having like all these tapings in one shot without looking at them but now I'm just like yeah. they're they're doing this so slowly and granted it's like some great matches are happening in the process I thought like well uh, they want you to feel a certain level of tension and that tension can be relieved very simply by yeah. looking up the results yeah. it's <laughs> uh, it hurts it a bit when you're like, yeah. "Wow, how will Samoa Joe and yeah. uh, Sami Zayn?" The, the, yeah. Okay, their match was really good, though. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, uh, yeah, and like, so was their their match, you know, the previous week with Baron Corbin, and I'm like, you know what? Okay, fine, they can have a double win, even though it's like Baron, Baron Corbin is not that good that he should have like it shouldn't take two people to beat him. 
Yeah. Mm. But, okay, fine. And then the next week they finally hash it out. But then they're pulling it into a, a third week. It's just, it's starting to get on my nerves. And it's like, I know that you have more time to go to the next takeover. Well, yeah, because they also, this thing, this taping they're doing for this one yeah. doesn't even take them to takeover. They did another taping. Oh. At the full sale place, normally that will take them to take over. Yeah. So, yeah, this was it was a really good match between Sammy and Samoa. Who I'm mm. sure I bet they wrestled back into the day, mm. and they know each other very well. And especially the ending of like dodging the muscle buster in such a dynamic way, just like, yeah. flip out of it was great. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, like hitting the haluva kick, but then he just pins him, yeah. and it's just like, no, Sammy, why? <laughs> why, you just pass out on top yeah. of him with both of your shoulders on the ground? Yeah. yeah at first, I was Literally like, fell in the one specific way. You could yeah, because when it happened, lost. I was like, well, that's a, man, that's a weird botch. Yeah. Like, oh, what a weird way to fall and try to pin him. And mm-hmm. then I'm like, oh, I see. Because yeah. you, you have to make it very clear that both mm-hmm. your shoulders are down. Mm-hmm. And I think the two NXT, like, NXT fans are more forgiving than uh, with this stuff, but mm-hmm. I think they're hitting... The end of it was just like no enough of these bullshit finishes. Yeah, like, this is like three having, in a row. Yeah, and they, they and I guess that'll make it more satisfying yeah. when they finally have the match to definitively have Samoa or mm-hmm. Sam win. Yeah, the audience would be more forgiving of this because they know like oh this is only you know like second or third hour of tapings. Next hour we'll find out. Let's yeah. not get bent out of shape about it. Whereas if this happened on Raw yeah. or pay per view, mm-hmm. people would just be like fuming like that's how you're ending this. Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. like from apart from just a watching it on TV perspective. I'm like. Now I gotta wait another week. This is kind of getting on my nerves, even, yeah. even though it's e- like each time I watch yeah. NXT, though I'm still like so pleased with ha- such a great job they do of the only if you consider them a separate world mm-hmm. from like a parallel universe yeah. with uh, mm-hmm. SmackDown and Raw. They do such a good job of like next week we're just starting to tell you matches right now. Yeah, it's I love like that. these two are fighting. There's a tag match that's already been arranged. This is happening, yeah. mm-hmm. and to know each week like. Oh, I know that there's a match I'm kind of looking forward to yeah. every week. I don't have to like take it on faith that I need to tune in. Oh, yeah, like for for WWE, the best you can hope for is like, oh, you announced SmackDown matches on Raw. That's great. Yeah, I'm well, gonna watch it. Sometimes they go like, Brock Lesnar will be here next week. Yeah, like, they'll yeah. say that. So, so, yeah, sometimes like they'll they'll like update you on feuds, mm-hmm. even if the feud is not in that week's mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. They'll tell you like, oh, next week. I, I don't know. And I like how they keep starting the shows with promo packages mm-hmm. of the main event of the yeah. night. Like yeah. the show, why are, why are Sammy and Joe fighting? Yeah. This is why. Why are we this? And I also like seeing Baron Corbin like get some more acting time yeah. against William Regal. And I just love William Regal. Uh, also, the opening tag match was great. Yeah. I, I really love that. With, Eight-man tags are yeah. not good usually. And I was surprised that, like, I know uh, Gable and Jordan are... They, everyone loves them, mm-hmm. but like I didn't know they had actually made that jump from heel to face. It was just kind right. of it was a weird seeing them with Enzo and Cass. Well, Enzo and Cass <laughs> were even like a, a slow turn as well. Yeah, they, they were kind of bad guys at first. Yeah, I can't and, well. I think it was yeah, it was like when they started fighting the French dudes that, that yeah, that, that the hair versus like, hair match yeah. with the the future endeavored yes. folks and. Also, I thought, uh, I didn't look this up online for confirmation, but I felt American Ultra was wearing intentionally Steiner Brothers clothes. Uh, like it oh was man, those... 90s Steiner Brothers, yeah. so singlets, black on one side, yeah. crazy 90 color, yep, early yeah. 90s caught pink on the other side. It's pretty get, great. Yeah, I guess with NXT tag teams, if as long as you are interesting, your face, because the other team is like, they're all they're the foremost boring yeah, dudes. Yeah, wow, like, they really are. 
Hey, so like, yeah. as a guy who sometimes likes hairy, yeah. burly dudes, yeah. I like Dash and Dawson on that one. <laughs> I mean, that's but fair. right now their gimmick is wears jackets. Yeah, that's and true. slaps yeah. the belts hey, together. That's the fucking shit that yeah. uh, Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard did the same thing, yeah. and they got by pretty all right. <laughs> mm. So. Well, meanwhile, uh, Blake and Murphy, Murphy are just like, we're now the new Jobber yeah. Ascension. And yeah. and we wear sweaters. And we're in love with each other and yeah. also in love with Alexa Bliss. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Man, I love Alexa Bliss. And Freddy Krueger. And it also felt like I didn't read the spoilers <clears throat> for this, but it did feel like they were setting up, uh, oh, hey, Kaz and Enzo are bros <clears throat> with American Ultra. I wonder if that friendship will be tested. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> because there can only be one number one contender for the tag belts, you know? Uh, so there were two smaller matches: Asuka versus Asuka. Sorry, Fastlane Asuka uh, versus Diana Perazzo, Which is it was a weird yeah. thing where they gave her an interview clip beforehand, where it's like, yeah, I still don't believe you're going to win out. She like she, I think she was the one who was notable for getting like knocked out by a kick. Yeah, is she TNA alum or something? Is she oh, from somewhere? Yeah, I think she is. I think so. Is she the I same one? Because there was someone who wrestled last week or a week before mm-hmm. who. I just it's, don't pay attention to the knockouts yeah. in TNA. Like, I well, barely like, pay attention to. There the was someone top like it was either there. last week or the week before that was yeah. like wrestled Asuka, and you think it's going to be a squash because I'm like, who is this? It must be one of their performance center mm-hmm. people that's out here just to get you know nailed and get some mm-hmm. ring time mm-hmm. on TV. And then it turned out like, oh no, wow, she actually kicked out of something and fought back. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought this was the same person, mm-hmm. but they kind of blend together sometimes. No man, like Asuka, a un- unremarkable yeah. brunette yeah. that I Oscar's strong style is so crazy. Yeah, though. She's like good. she's a, a couple of spinning back fists. I was like, mm-hmm. you gotta cause a concussion one of these times. That's dangerous. But also that I like that Oscar's outfit is just so crazy and like. It is sexual, but it's yeah. it's her sexuality. It feels like she's expressing, and she's like, "Yeah, I look weird and have crazy hair, and wear both like wrestling mm-hmm. tights and then a thong yeah. over those yeah. with a garter belt and like mismatched bra cups yeah. and all this thing." Yeah. Watching her come to the ring with the mask that she always wears, but she also has this gigantic robe. I'm like, yeah. "What would you wear to take over or yeah. WrestleMania? Like, <laughs> how can you up. make this yeah. more fancy? It's already come, come out in like a f- yeah. you know." Suit of armor. Well, like, like rather than like a you know a paper mask or you know plastic mask that she takes off, could try to come out with an actual right. like shrine looking ornament yeah. ornamentation thing. I don't know, It'd be cool. Uh, and there was also uh, Alex Riley against Ty Dillinger. Man, um, I will give this to Alex Riley. Like he he always looks more interesting every time he comes back. So like he was originally Mrs. Lackey, and he was just like he looked like a frat frat guy. Yep. And then he looked like slightly unkempt when he fought uh, Kevin Owens and now he just full looks like um, like Sam Fisher in that one Splinter Cell game where <laughs> yeah, he's like yeah. a Conviction? hobo oh actually no the... it was the one that they didn't come out with but they had like the hobo uh, Sam Fisher yeah the original that. version yeah. of him for Conviction that they then uh, changed up yeah. but no he reminds me more I mean I've, I can't unsee it now when I saw the meme pictures on Wrestling mm-hmm. Reddit which is it looks just like early 2000s Triple H yeah Mm, like exactly. a slightly starker oh, yeah. shade of hair. Yeah, but pretty much the same. And then for him to get like rolled up by Ty Dillinger, yeah. who is shocked because he's like, wait, I'm a jobber. I know. And so in classic TNA, uh, in NXT Storyville, mm-hmm. if you're beaten by a jobber, that's usually one of your, like, you're on your way out. Yeah. When a jobber gets a win on you, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, Bull, Bull, Juice Robinson, or sorry, CJ Parker get a, got a mm-hmm. win on you? Wow, you really suck. But I was sad watching them. I'm like, oh, this is a new high for him. 
But didn't he just recently get injured at like a house show or something? Mm, yeah, I thought he did. <clears throat> yeah, but I guess so. I'm like, uh, how will this play out in a way that can actually be? Well, again, they're taped uh, so far yeah. in advance that if he just needs a month off, it's the same with like Finn. You're yeah. gonna be seeing Finn on TV for a while, but as long as he can get his ankle fixed mm-hmm. up by the time of takeover, mm-hmm. then uh, well, shouldn't be any problem. So I feel hypocritical saying that I hated how NXT ended with a double pin, but Lucha Underground, uh, they're they episode, pulled it off better. They did it better. Uh, in, by, by having one person actually win the match. Yeah. Uh, Definitive endings, yeah. yeah. Well, well, let's start from the bottom up <clears throat> first. Uh, what was it? A trios match first, yeah. right? That was fun just to show, like, yeah, Cortez still sucks. Or mm-hmm. does he really yeah. suck? Or is he just throwing a fight? Mm-hmm. How dare he fix a wrestling match? Yeah. But uh, And then introducing of Joey Ryan to the show, which I love. Like, it was... It's funny to hear Vampiro so uncomfortable yeah. with his 70s machismo <laughs> and just the the baby oil spot was yeah. Vampiro just like what what is this? I mean what besides the whole sexualized part he I just realized like oh you're Paul F Tompkins the wrestler. <laughs> like looks just like him. Man, that's a good yeah, that's yeah. a good point. He just knows he looks good with a 70s stash yeah. and Every single wrestler shaves their mm-hmm. entire body, so him having a hairy chest is yeah. uh, is a difference. But what was with like he starts the match by pouring baby oil into his into his Pantaloons, tights, yeah, and it's like that can't be. Uh, it's going to be sloshing around the whole match. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not good for the guy who has to be you know yeah. have a do a power bomb to yeah. you at some point. Yeah, that did end with a really great move. So from the Cage. meanwhile, he faced Cage. Cage is an ethical quandary mm-hmm. because. I actually really like him. He has an amazing look. He has crazy power moves. And when he says he's a machine, I believe it. Like, Mm -hmm. he can pull off shit that's just like, wow, Mm -hmm. nobody can do that. Oppositely, he is... He is... The the stuff we know about human growth hormones Mm -hmm. and steroids and their effects on a person Mm -hmm. makes me not want to celebrate someone who is so clearly a wellness policy Mm -hmm. violation. Just this walking wellness violation that... It explains why he's not in WWE anymore, and not that he probably ever really fit mm-hmm. in there anyway. But it's just so just crazy. You look at him like it's an impossible body mm-hmm. he has. Well, and there's, I, re- and there's a reason it's impossible. Yeah. I mean, he's feuding with Johnny Mundo, who also kind of has an impossible body. He does, but in a way that it's just like okay, none of us could ever mm-hmm. get that mm-hmm. body, but we get way closer to get Johnny Mundo's body mm-hmm. than we could Cage. But I do love Cage as this monster yeah. who now is a good guy, apparently. And uh, mm-hmm. him destroying Joey Ryan, which again, another, oh, this guy premiered. This indie dude premiered. And he lost. Yeah. Like, just like, but still he, looks just good. Just like Darewolf last week. Yeah. And he did look good, yeah. And that Joey Ryan, who is also an undercover mm-hmm. police officer. Yeah. <laughs> there also came, speaking of crazy stories, Rey Mysterio's tale of mm-hmm. the origin of Dario Cueto yeah. trying to reunite the seven tribes of Aztecs. To, and have a and have a war, but then dark magic bound them, and that they couldn't fight. It was nuts. I can't I'm, keep track yeah. of all of it. It's kind of like is this getting away from me? Like, yeah. how are you going to make this play out in a wrestling ring? And I know the first mm. season had some crazy stuff with oh, dragons yeah. and all that, but like, this is just <laughs> but does it have anything to do with wrestling? Is this like the the the, the belts uh, with? I don't the think it. Is, I don't no think idea. it also helped having it said by Rey Mysterio, mm-hmm. who whisper yeah. speaks things <laughs> to you. How do I reach these kids? <laughs> and yeah, the main event was, it was good. I, but it felt like this is part one of a yeah, great match. exactly. And that uh, these are their top, like, I think of those two as the rock and stone cold yeah. of Lucha Underground world. Like, Prince Puma. If, except one never ever talks, because yeah. you can't, because then you would realize he's not Spanish. 
<laughs> yeah, if he's not Hispanic, I wonder if mm-hmm. that's one of those things where we'll just talk about. Except like, yeah, we know you're not Hispanic, yeah. and like, it's it's crazy because he is currently the junior heavyweight tag champ mm-hmm. as Ricochet yeah. while also on the show. But yeah, that Pentagon Junior is just such a fucking badass man. He's so cool. But then Prince Boom will just pull out a crazy move, like, oh, how can people move this way? <laughs> and and yeah, just him bridging up the neck and 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 Pentagon celebrating like yep i won and then yeah. he's like no prince puma outsmarted you and then prince puma the story point of puma saying i could break your arm but i'm not going to yeah because i'm a good guy me <laughs> like, and it also seeing willie mack like mm-hmm. uh in the moth i i just love willie mack just that it ends on a zoom in on his crazy eyes like his eyes yeah. just tell such a story yeah I love that guy. like i was happy that oh they're giving the mac more to do that's great he's one of my favorite guys there but Come on, just show, show us who the like the moth has with them. Yeah, kind of like. Well, then yeah. sexy star has been like finally she's free, yeah. like, literally free. Mm-hmm. You can do whatever she wants. Well, speaking of which, do you want uh, intel from the New Japan? World? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so there were a bunch of big matches. No, uh, there was a title change to the trios belt, which is honestly a joke belt. Nobody cares for it. But uh, and uh, Okada defended his title successfully in an okay match against Hiroki Goto. But the bigger stuff was on the second night of New Beginning, which mm. had one, the final match of the OG Bullet Club, Doc Gallows and Kurt, uh, Carl uh. Anderson. They lost in their tag team uh, rematch, trying to get their win mm. back from the GBH club. Mm. So, and then when they lost, they did a they did a classic curtain call, mm. four man hug in the middle of the ring, two sweet at each other, <laughs> and then in a quick New Japan tradition. Carl Anderson and Doc Gallows bowed once to the audience mm-hmm. and we're gone. Just left and now expect them on Raw any day now. Who knows? Yeah. They could even appear at Fastlane and help AJ Styles win his match. It's weird. I don't know if it's like a status thing. Like the different ways that people were allowed to leave. Like AJ Styles got like beat up out of the company. Mm-hmm. Nakamura basically got like I think probably the highest level. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to lose. You will retire the title. And we'll all celebrate yeah. you for like a month long. Yeah. Yeah, well, and these for, guys are in the middle where it's like uh, you lose, but you get to bow. And well, for him, well for Nakamura, he'd been with the company the yeah. longest by far. Carl Anderson had been there for like six years or something—a real long time. Ah, maybe it's timing based. So, like, the longer yeah. you're there, the better. Well, it is. It is all about seniority in Japanese companies. Yes. I've heard. But uh, anyway, yeah. And the other last big thing was that Tanahashi faced Tanahashi faced. Kenny Omega for the vacant IC championship and Kenny Omega won with a lot of shenanigans and it was just so goddamn funny like Kenny Omega had so many funny bits especially for people who understand English where at the start of the match he tells two bullet club guys to go because he says you know what the smart marks are going to say if I can't win this by uh, myself I'm going to I'm not going to get a five star <laughs> match so you guys got to head to the back and then he brings out out from under the a ring for 20 minutes comes out the other bullet club <laughs> members the young bucks who then help him try to steal the match but he still can't do it and michael elgin then shows up and steals the young bucks back because he's now the the top good guy gaijin uh. in new japan and then kenny omega does the styles clash and the bombayi knee to tanahashi you can't oh, put wow. him away with that either and both of those moves are of the moves he's mm. of guys he's beaten, which is why I saw somebody on Reddit point out Kenny Omega mm. used to do a bunch of video game moves, and mm. he loves Mega Man. He used to come out to, I believe, Flashman's theme. <laughs> but he had kind of stopped doing the video game moves. But by him doing the moves, the finishers of the guys he's beaten, oh. he is now more Mega Man than ever <laughs> in the ring. 
it is it is amazing to think that and it's an exciting time to watch new japan that's why like for me right now it excites me to watch number one Mm. lucha underground number two new japan stuff number three nxt number four bit lower Mm. a good match on smackdown tomorrow and all calling Mm. it five raw that's my regular weekly stuff number 99 tna yeah uh, let's move on to the question of the week. Uh, last week's one was, what's your favorite Daniel Bryan memory? Uh, Trunkle Bez 22 said, my favorite Daniel Bryan moment would have to be a steel cage match in 2014 where he turned against Bray Wyatt. Mm. Uh, Bryan went yeah. from a depressed guy in a blue jumpsuit to kicking the shit out of Bray Wyatt in less than five seconds. As Drago goes off the air, Bryan is atop the cage doing the yes chance with basically the entire crowd. That moment got me excited. The first time I saw it, it will probably be in video packages until the end of time. A great Raw moment. You know, he got concussed in that match. And he actually, this was announced like the week of it, that he got concussed in the match and that he did all the stuff he was supposed to do, but he didn't remember any of it Uh, uh, afterwards. uh, Type 40 comic says, him winning the main event of WrestleMania 30 was great, but my favorite was a small one. It was on the post-TLC 2011 Raw when the WWE champion was CM Punk, United States champion was Zack Ryder, and world heavyweight champ was Daniel Bryan, and they opened Raw together. Three fan favorites, all holding championship gold. I thought that was a real turning point for yeah. the company. Shows what I knew. I was just watched that that year's WrestleMania, which was 28. So, like, CM Punk got a championship match, but that's the, that's the same WrestleMania where Daniel Bryan got an 18-second match, yep. and Zack Ryder got kneed in the balls. So uh, it was not a, uh, not a good... Yeah, it didn't turn out great for all of them. Uh, Adam says, I was at the Occupy Raw episode sitting directly left to the hard camera. They cleared out the crowd directly right of the camera, and I saw them in a tunnel when the teams uh, come out putting on Daniel Bryan shirts. If I'd been sitting 10 seats to the right, I would have been in that crowd. Even so, still amazing to be in uh, at that event. When he got his match with Triple H, I cheered, but when he said, actually, that's not all we want... I lost my fucking mind. The moment he said that, I knew what was about to happen. I could see the end of WrestleMania 30, and I yes so hard, I almost passed out. Mm-hmm. OBG, That's beautiful. Yeah. OBGYN Kenobi says, I was at the Rumble last year when he was eliminated. You could feel the air come out of the building, and I never saw a match just die like that in person. It was a moment I'll never forget. Sorry it's not a better one, but it's more of a personal experience for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dino Martini says, Favorite Daniel Bryan moment? December 9th. 2013, Triple H in the ring with former uh, WWE and World Champs trying to promote the unification match between Cena and Orton. The fans chant Daniel Bryan relentlessly, completely derailing the segment. The genuine beaming smile that spread across Daniel Bryan's face brought tears to my eyes. The love and appreciation fans had for him could no longer be ignored, and Vince would have to take notice. And also, credit to John Cena in that, because he went off script and Mm -hmm. pulled Daniel Bryan into it because he knew he couldn't ignore Daniel Bryan. Odino also added, by the way, really appreciate the Lucha Underground talk. Great show. I was lucky enough to see Phoenix Drago and Aerostar team up for Chikara's King of Trios tournament last September. They were billed as Team AAA and amazed everybody the whole weekend. Final saw, saw them beat the Bullet Club, AJ Styles and the Young Bucks, Whoa. in an incredible match. Oh, my God. So happy to see, have seen them found prominent roles on Lucha Underground. Did you know that Pentagon and Phoenix are real-life brohams or hermanos? It's true. Well, uh, speaking of bros, uh, new question of the week. Uh, based on, like, there's been a bunch of recent skits lately that have, like, mm, been on the edge of funny, but not quite funny, with Goldust and R-Truth, mm, about them trying yeah. to make a tag team. Like, Goldust finally being able to talk, which he hadn't done for, in forever. Like yeah. uh, I like that, but, yeah, some of the skits have been weird. But because those are two random guys that are being put together in a tag team, what's a tag team of two random wrestlers that you'd like to see put together, and Why? 
Ah, okay. So make one up. Yeah. Off the so top of head. for me, it would be, and granted, this isn't completely random, but I would say Miz and Tyler Breeze. I think Tyler Breeze is kind oh, of yeah. he's slumming it right now, and Miz has always been great in tag teams. Like, granted, like the people that uh, betray him usually end up floundering, like Alex Riley and and Damian Sandow. Yeah. Uh, but like it worked with Daniel Bryan, and I feel like they're both they have the easy tie of they're both one's an actor and one's a model so they're both yeah. very vain so you get, you have that going giving Tyler Breeze something to do and yeah. having someone like the Miz to play off will be great yeah uh, you know one of my favorite mismatched tag teams is uh, Jericho because that wasn't even supposed to happen it was supposed to be wasn't it supposed to be Jericho and Edge and it was then, Jericho and Edge and then Edge got injured so yeah. he's like I gotta find somebody new big show and yeah, just Jericho using Big Show as his guy, and this there's such a mismatched pair. I like the idea of a smaller guy with a bigger guy. Though I want a different extreme, which is Mark Henry, who's mm-hmm. not doing nothing, and only seems to get uh, put together with other black teams. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, uh, but anyway, that him and uh, Neville, I think, yeah, would actually yeah. be a pretty funny team. Like, is World Strongest Slam setting up for yeah. the Red Arrow? That's a pretty good yeah. finish right there. It's like the World Strongest Man and the Man that grabbed Feedy. Gravity forgot exactly so the, the man, the one, the man who very much uh, appreciates gravity because yeah. it uses. Uh, Mark like Henry understands people. gravity quite well. Yeah. It keeps him keeps his feet on it's the ground, slowly destroying yeah. his knees. Yeah, they did. They did have a match recently where Neville beat him, and, and Mark Henry, Henry was just like, up, yeah. "Yeah." But Mark Henry at the match was like, "I respect you. You're good. You're gonna <laughs> do, do big things." And then he didn't really. He hasn't yet, but hey, maybe them in a tag team. Yeah, do better. Yeah, right. Uh, I mean, I kind of got the one I wanted, and mm-hmm. it just doesn't do anything, mm-hmm. which is Stardust and Ascension. Mm-hmm. I think them together is really fun <sighs> yeah. and makes a lot of sense, and I don't really get why they don't get any kind of action at all. Mm-hmm. I get that it's very cartoony and, and comic booky yeah. in an age where that's, I mean, pretty much since the 90s where that's been out of style, mm-hmm. but it's like all the superhero stuff now is in style. Mm-hmm. So there's got to be a path to success there that works that leans not necessarily on... Illuminati eyeballs, <laughs> which I also think is cool, but whatever. <laughs> but it's like there's got to be a super villain, like make them do villainous things, like yeah. do something other than just come out in a cool costume, like do some do something with that. But those yeah. are like three characters that I like the look of, <laughs> just they don't have anything to do. Um, short of that, I would put find a way for Neville and Stardust to bury the hatchet to be the levity yeah. in a show that's otherwise like serious mm-hmm. and like a bunch of people in jeans so many so few people seem to even wrestle in like singlets or yeah. you know undies anymore it's like <laughs> wow. i wear pe- i wear pants i wear jeans i wear a full suit like it's not as bad as it was in the attitude era though. yeah, that was yeah jean yeah, city yeah. yeah well once uh, green arrow beats stardust wrestlemania then they're free to he's free to team with neville so. yeah they're doing so. more stuff together again yeah. uh what was it Stephen amell's route is uh selling his slammy for charity oh, oh boy uh, so, yeah, leave your answer to the question of the week below this article. And again, the uh, the predictions, I will start a forum thread for that, so we'll keep the two separate and you don't have to worry about doing two comments or anything. Uh, simple as pie. That'll do it for this episode of Cheap Popcast. Uh, do you guys have some plugs you'd like to impart before we... Oh, only a few. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, let me tell you, first off, there's Laser Time Podcast uh, itself, the very popular 
starter of it all where I think we... Uh, what was, was this week's one? It was sequel mm-hmm. sequel gaps. Longest breaks in between sequels. Meanwhile, uh, there's Talking Simpsons where every week we talk about a different episode of The Simpsons. We just did the uh, l- uh, Brush with Greatness episode which saw Ringo star in it and coming soon, yeah. the legendary Lisa's Substitute. And lastly for me, there's Cape Crisis, the comic book podcast where we just talked all about Colossus and Deadpool from the new movie. I heard you hated it. <laughs> I Yeah, I, I gave it an 8 out of 10, so I must have hated it. I <laughs> uh, also have VG Empire, the video game music podcast. Um, we recently did an episode about the Splatoon soundtrack and one about Lost Vikings, a Super NES great uh, game from back in the day. Um, you can find out more on VGEmpire.com or VG Empire on Twitter or iTunes. Uh, we also do 302010, the weekly time capsule pop culture show that looks at music, movies, TV, video games, Week by week from 1986, 96, and 06. Uh, this week when we recorded this episode that went up, uh, like in 2006, for example, is when Chappelle came back to TV mm-hmm. after disappearing for a while and finally spoke about what, why and what he was doing in that time. 90s was Happy Gilmore that same week oh, in 96. Wow. And in the 80s that week, Delta Force came out in theaters with Chuck Norris. <laughs> it's a busy week. So uh, check that out on uh, 302010, iTunes, and on com. Uh, there's also Video Game Apocalypse. Uh, I was on this week's episode with Michael Parras and uh, Chris and also Ryan Hodge who's done a bunch of he's written a bunch of articles for lasertimepodcast.com the playwright series which is a really neat little mm-hmm. uh, series that he's done on the site we talk about a communist that you've been able to control in video games mm-hmm. uh, so <laughs> we do a lot of dumb Russian accents and we drink a lot and it's a <laughs> good time I had a pretty fun Russian accent on uh, Cape this week too mm. And uh, mm-hmm. you know, guys, remember that's all supported by patreon.com slash laser time, which if you haven't yet, you know, just $5 a month really, really helps <laughs> us out uh, in paying rent and eating food and uh, really only those things. No, but, uh, I, I would us- never make a frivolous purchase with your money. It gives us the t- opportunity to come up with new things that we do, mm-hmm. like on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash network, doing uh, superhero spotlights from Cape Crisis isolated as YouTube videos or putting our streams there or putting... Street Fighter EX mm-hmm. endings, yeah, perhaps? Making, making fun of old PS1 endings and uh, just other stuff. And as you've probably already seen, but the, our trip to WrestleMania 31. Yeah, is really great. So all that Patreon donations help us do things like that. So. All right, so that'll do it for Cheap Podcast episode number 72. We'll be back next week to talk about Fastlane.